0: Each year, hundreds of children die in car-pedestrian accidents, and every parent wonders at what point it's okay to allow their child to cross the street on their own. A recent study took a look, and the results will almost certainly surprise you. With this story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Roy? Thank you,
1: Chris. We're talking with Dr. Jody Plummert. She's a professor and starch faculty fellow in the Department of Psychological and Brain Sciences at the University of Iowa. So let's get right to the answer to that question. At what age do kids gain the skills needed to safely cross a street on their own?
2: We found that not until kids were age 14 did they have the same level of road-crossing skills that adults did.
1: Were you surprised that that magic number was age 14?
2: Yeah, actually, it seems a lot older than we thought that we might see in this study.
1: Tell us a little bit about that study. You tested kids of varying ages, right?
2: That's right. So we really wanted to look at how road-crossing skills were changing over a broad range of ages, so we looked at kids who were 6, eight, 10, 12, 14-year-olds, and then our college-age students as a comparison group. We use virtual environment technology in a highly realistic but yet safe manner in our pedestrian simulator, which is like a virtual environment cave. They're in a sort of three-walled room, and there's images projected on the floor as well. So essentially the child is watching virtual traffic, that's coming from the left side, and there are varying size gaps between the cars, and their job is simply to watch the traffic and then decide when they think it's safe to go to walk across the virtual roadway. So we do this for many times so we can get a good, robust measure of the kinds of gaps that children are choosing, and then also the important part of how they're timing their crossing movements or in other words, kind of how they're acting on their gap decisions.
1: And you found that kids cross the street just as fast as adults. It was that decision-making process that was a difference, right?
2: Right. The issue is actually two decisions. One is deciding which gap to cross, and the second decision is deciding when they should start moving. And so one of the things that we found is that with kids who were younger, like 6-, 8-, and 10-year-olds, they were actually taking gaps that were about the same size as the ones that 14-year-olds and adults were taking. But the problem is is that they delay their initiation of movement to cross the road, and because they do that, they end up with less time to spare when they reach the other side of the road and some close calls with traffic. So basically we're talking about cutting in relatively tightly behind that lead car in the gap. And as an adult, when we're crossing a street like that, we might even start to move a little bit before that car is completely past us. And we cross very nice and tightly behind that lead car and that leaves us with lots of time to spare when we reach the other side of the street. For kids, they're not cutting in behind that lead car quite as tightly as adults are or 14-year-olds are, and therefore they end up with less time to spare when they reach the other side of the road. We really think that there's some sort of just immature motor timing abilities that are in play here that keep younger kids from being able to synchronize their own movement with the movement of the cars as well as older kids and adults.
1: So based upon your study, what advice can you offer to parents? Because my guess is that many parents hearing this are thinking, well, my child is smarter than that, so he or she must be the exception to the rule.
2: I certainly don't want parents to think that, oh, you shouldn't have kids under the age of 14 walking anywhere, because that's (laughs) not true. I think it's just more this issue of when you have kids crossing roads where the traffic doesn't stop and it's relatively dense traffic that one should be a little bit concerned about kids younger than, say, age 12, 14, crossing those roads by themselves. Choose places to cross where the cars actually have to come to a stop, where there's either a stop sign or there's a walk signal and a traffic light there for the kids to cross. I would never want a 5, 6, 8, even 10-year-old to be crossing streets where the traffic was continuous and they had to actually make that decision about which gap to cross.
1: Dr. Jody Plummert from the University of Iowa, thank you very much for sharing your research with us. You're
0: welcome. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this edition of InfoTrack. To get more information about our guests and topics, you can find us online at infotrackradio.com. Internet services provided by pear.com. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporters Gina Tedesco and Roy Mackey. And our executive producer, Randy Meyer. I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to join us next time
2: on another edition of InfoTrack.